if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Allow me to explain. It's free, and we all love free stuff. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many more podcast platforms. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Well, the day is March 14th, 2020, in a week that we will never forget in the history of not only college basketball, not only sports, but the world. The NCAA tournament is not going to happen, and we recorded four Countdown to March Madness episodes, and we did bracketology. We kept up with everything. I even started a document with 40 teams, 4,000 words. Putting in the work. Yo, it didn't pan out, which is fine. I still enjoyed doing the work. And as John Rothstein has said, we go on to moving to the 2020-21 season. And that's all we can do. Before we do that, we figured maybe there'll be a bracket. You know, maybe they'll actually give us a, an official bracket. But we are very impatient, me specifically. Uh, <laughs> and we figured that we'd go unofficial, do my bracket, my final bracketology in the final stage. And we would create a bracket. The regions are based solely off of randomness, basically. It's not um, the east-west garbage that they do in real life, which is not garbage. I just said it. You know, why not? Um, it's an unofficial bracket. Field of 68, the seed list is here. We're going to do our own little mini selection show, and then we are going to make our pick. Selection Saturday. Unofficially (laughs) on Ethan Carter Sports March Sadness. ECSW 2020 NCAA March Sadness Tournament. That was probably one of the best intros you've ever done. Yeah, well, it's... um, You're pretty good at this. I appreciate the sentiment. All right. (laughs) So I guess we'll start this way. Region number one, the number one overall seed. I don't really know how they do this typically anymore. They change it so much year to year. I'm just going to do it the way that I see fit. Um, The number one overall seed is, of course, the Kansas Jayhawks. The 20, what are they, 28 and three Kansas Jayhawks team, Bill Self's team. They will be taking on the winner of Prairie View A&M and NC Central, a couple of 16 seeds here in region one. And then to the other part of the bracket, you have the 8-9 matchup in this one. St. Mary's out of the West Coast. Arizona State, the 9 seed out of the Pac-12. The 5-12 matchup in Region 1 will be Brigham Young University, a.k.a. BYU, taking on Yale, the 12 seed, the fraudulent Ivy League champion. But you can't even really say that anymore because every conference tournament That's got canceled. Right. Everybody did it. But, hey, the Ivy League set the president. Anyway. They did it first. The 4-seeded Michigan State Spartans. I back-to-back year matchup between them and Bradley. Bradley, the 13th seed here. 6-11, and 11, you have Colorado, the 6th seed out of the Pac-12, and East Tennessee State, the champion of the Southern. Um, next up, 3-seeded Maryland, 14-seeded four, Hofstra. Hofstra's first tournament appearance since 2001, since Jay Wright was the coach there. How about that? Wow. 7-seeded um, Penn State, their first tournament appearance in nine years, takes on 10-seeded Oklahoma. And then the 215 matchup here is Villanova and Boston. So, one through 16 seeds in Region 1. The I'm going to go in order here, 1 to 16. I'm just going to list off the teams. So, you have Kansas, Villanova, 
Maryland, Michigan State, BYU, Colorado, Penn State, St. Mary's, Arizona State, Oklahoma, East Tennessee State, Yale, Bradley, Hofstra, Boston, and then Prairie View A&M and NC Central are the 16 seeds. So very tough region, I think. Region one, very good region with uh, really the top four seeds are quality, quality teams. Yep. Michigan State and Maryland out of the Big Ten. Nova, one of the better teams in the Big East, probably the second best uh, as we finish the year. Um, and then Kansas is the best team in the sport. So there you go. None of this is actually going to happen, but it's fun to make it feel like it will. Whatever. Yeah. All right, Region 2, over to the right side of the top right of the bracket. Number one seed Gonzaga will take on 16-seeded Northern Kentucky. Um, eight and nine matchup in this region, USC out of the Pac-12 and Marquette out of the Big East, the team that was slipping coming in. Uh, the 5-12 matchup, Louisville and Liberty out of the Atlantic Sun. And then the 4-13 and 13 matchup, Wisconsin, the regular season Big Ten champion, taking on the champions of the MAC, Akron, uh, the Zips, I believe their name is. Very cool. Uh, the 6-11 matchup, a little bit of a powerhouse matchup in terms of the state of college basketball over the last couple of years. Michigan out of the Big Ten and Texas Tech, who was the runner-up last season. They're an 11 seed now. Uh, then your 3-14 matchup, Kentucky out of the SEC, and then UC Irvine out of the Big West. Uh, then your 7-10 will be Virginia, and then the tournament champions of the Mountain West, and a tournament that actually got finished, Utah State. So the reigning champs taken on Utah State, and then your 2-15 and 15 will be Creighton, the top team out of the Big East, and Little Rock as the 15. So 1-16 through 16 in top right region 2 is Gonzaga, Creighton, Kentucky, Wisconsin, Louisville, um, Michigan, Virginia, USC, Marquette, Utah State, Texas Tech, Liberty, Akron, UC Irvine, Little Rock, and Northern Kentucky. That is region number two in the top right. I would say this region is also fairly strong, but it could be the weaker out of the four. It's close. Yep, I think between this one and the one that I'm about to go over here, bottom left, region three. Yeah. All right, bottom left, region number three. So I'm trying to go at a pace where people can keep up. If you can't keep up, eventually when this is posted, we will post the bracket on the internet and uh, on the interstate, and you can uh, check that out. All right, the one and 16 in the bottom left, region number three, Baylor and Winthrop. The 8-9 will be Providence out of the Big East, a team that was coming in flaming hot into the Big East tournament. And then the 9-seed Florida coming off a game that they really choked against Kentucky. Uh, 5-12 and 12, Auburn, and then a play-in game between Stanford and Richmond at the 12-seed spot. So Auburn will play the winner of that. Then you have 4-seed Oregon against 13-seed Vermont. Your 6-11 and 11 matchup, the Fighting Illini, their first tournament appearance since 2013 taking on Cincinnati, the 11 seed there to the American Athletic, who were technically the one seed in that tournament, so they would get the automatic bid out of the AAC, so it would not be Houston. Uh, Three-seeded Seton Hall against a team that could be an upset heavy pick. Belmont, the Bruins here, a tough draw there for them at 14. Uh, then your 7-10 and 10 will be Houston out of the American Athletic, and Rutgers, their first appearance since 1991. And then your 2-15 and 15, um, Seed matchups is San Diego State 
out of the Mountain West, a team that finished the season going 30-2. and two. And then the 15-seed matchup for them would be North Dakota State, a team that won the Summit in back-to-back years. So that is your region number three. Probably the overall weakest, but um, nevertheless, some good mid-seeds, like your fours and your fives, your sixes are pretty good there in this, mm-hmm. in this region. Yeah. Probably the best 10 seed for my money in Rutgers as well. So uh, Yeah, I would agree with that. Uh, region number four, the final region in the bottom right, will be number one Dayton uh, against number 16 seeds Robert Morris and Siena, a play-in matchup there. Your 8 and 9 would be LSU and Arizona. Your 5 and 12 would be Ohio State and Stephen F. Austin. Your 4 and 13 could be an upset special, Butler and New Mexico State. Your six and eleven Iowa, and then UCLA and Wichita State play-in game there. So that's the difference here. If I was going based off the standard region by region, the UCLA Wichita State would probably be in the top right because there'd be a plane in each region. But I decided that I didn't care, so I went with this because I think Iowa versus the winner of UCLA Wichita State would be a hell of a basketball game. Anyway, Correct. three and fourteen Duke and North Texas. North Texas, of course, winning the. Um, Conference USA regular season, and then seven and ten West Virginia, a very defensive oriented squad, taking on Sesame Street Archie Miller Indiana squad, <laughs> and then your two and fifteen would be Florida State and Eastern Washington. So, uh, since I just yes. realized that I forgot to go seed by seed for the bottom left region, I'll do that now. One through sixteen, uh, number one Baylor, San Diego State, Seton Hall, Oregon, Auburn, Illinois, Houston. Providence, Florida, Rutgers, Cincinnati, uh, Stanford slash Richmond, of course, um, Vermont, Belmont, North Dakota State, and Winthrop, and then bottom right region number four, one through 16, Dayton, Florida State, Duke, Butler, Ohio State, Iowa, uh, West Virginia, LSU, Arizona, Indiana, Sesame Street, um, UCLA slash Wichita State, uh, Stephen F. Austin, New Mexico State, North Texas, Eastern Washington, and then Robert Morris slash Siena as your 16s in the bottom right. So that is the field of 68. Um, I have the seed list in front of me. I don't know if I want to list 68 teams off in a row. I think that everyone yeah, I think you kind of took care of it. Yeah, everyone kind of gets the idea here. Um, yeah. Spoiler alert that Kansas is the number one overall seed. Um then your number two overall seed is Gonzaga, number three, Dayton, number four, Baylor. So those are your one seeds in that order. Um, then everything else from there is scattered. A couple of notes on that, though. You have one Big Ten team in the top ten. You have three Big Ten teams, 10 through 20. And then you have four Big Ten teams, 20 through 30. And then two of them, uh, 30 through 40. So 10 Big Ten teams in the top 40 is basically what I'm saying. It's a lot of Big Ten teams. Yeah. Will they do? Um, would they do anything though? That's the question. We'll find out with our picks, I guess. Uh, yeah. Just really, that's real, all that matters. Since they're yeah. not going to play it on the on the court, yeah. our picks are pretty much the overlying factor of who wins the national championship. Yeah, and also since uh, we have a little, this is kind of a selection Saturday type dealio. Um, 
the last four teams in are UCLA, Richmond, Wichita State, and Stanford. So you have two Pac-12 teams in the last four in, and then you have an Atlantic 10 team in Richmond and an American Athletic team in Wichita State. Your first four out are Texas out of the Big 12. So I'm assuming Texas probably loses to Texas Tech on a game that would have been Thursday morning. So um, NC State, a team that's close. I'm assuming they lose to Duke in the uh, quarterfinals of the ACC tournament. And then Memphis and Xavier. So Xavier lost to, I believe, DePaul early in the Big East tournament. So that kind of knocked them out. Uh, Just real quick, I know they don't actually do this, but next four out, do they? I don't even know. Yeah, I mean, some guys do. I don't Um, don't know if... uh... CBS actually like the committee does but they might Arkansas Rhode Island Northern Iowa and Mississippi State so Northern Iowa a team that lost to Drake in the Missouri Valley tournament they are a next four out team and then Arkansas was creeping up until they weren't and then Rhode Island and Atlantic 10 team that did not make the cut and Mississippi State a team that didn't make it either um so there you go and then I guess real quick before we get into our picks um like I said full discretion this is not real None of these games are actually going to happen. We are trying to have fun and trying yes. to cope with the loss of sports. And speaking of Just which. Trying to have a little normality in our lives. Yes, so. that's true. A big announcement here coming next week is the Life Without Sports podcast with us too. And we are going to do one episode, 15 to 20 minutes. We're going to talk about what you can do while there's no sports. Um, that may include us talking about potential YouTube videos of old games you can watch in any sport. For fun, all that stuff will be coming next week. So that's an announcement there. And uh, finally, before we do our picks, multiple bid conferences. I hope this is accurate. I think I updated it. I'm just trying to make sure. Okay. (laughs) Um, Big 10 has 10 bids. Uh Pac-12 has seven bids. Big East has six. Big 12 has five. SEC and ACC have four. Uh, West Coast and American Athletic have three. So Wichita State, Cincinnati, and Houston out of the American Athletic. And then your conferences with two bids, the Atlantic 10, of course, being Dayton and Richmond, and the Mountain West being Utah State and San Diego State. So one conference has double-digit bids, the Big Ten. Mm -hmm. Expectedly so at this point, I'd say. Yeah. Um, I did see they were going to do the 16-team thing, and people were complaining because there were three Big Ten teams in it. But yet there's going to be 10 in the field of 68, so, you know. I don't know how the percentages work out there, but that's got to be pretty close. Yeah, it's got to be close, I would say. Um, I guess we'll just do the picks now and wrap this thing up. Uh, All right. So... I guess we'll just go game by game um, in the top left region and then go from there. We'll just uh, go round uh, round one all the way around and then round two and then Sweet 16, Elite Eight, all that stuff. Okay, so uh, playing-wise, Prairie View A&M, NC Central, I would pick Prairie View A&M to win the game, and then I would pick Kansas to demolish whoever wins. Okay. So I had NC Central winning, but, of course, I have Kansas winning also, so. Okay, so uh, St. Mary's and Arizona State 8-9 matchup. Give me Arizona State, Bobby Hurley. Uh, good, solid squad there. I don't know if overall if Jordan Ford and Malik Fitz are having an off game for St. Mary's. I don't know if their offense can keep up all the way. Um, yeah, I, I'm going to take St. Mary's in this. Uh, I just i am not – I feel like they were playing good enough, um, got to the championship game. Uh, against Gonzaga they didn't get beat quite handedly against Gonzaga but I I think they would have rode that into the tournament 
and and Gonzaga is a well-known wagon. So yeah, definitely a wagon. All right, five twelve in Region One, BYU and Yale. Give me BYU. I like their overall lineup. I think that uh, their offense was very, very bad against St. Mary's in the semifinals of the West Coast. But overall, I think they're good enough to take uh, care of Yale, the fraudulent Ivy League champ. I'm gonna agree with this. If this was Harvard instead of Yale, I might have picked Harvard. But I'm gonna go with go. BYU. So. <laughs> All right, four and thirteen. This was a two and fifteen matchup last year, and I remember Bradley was up thirty nine, thirty four a couple yeah. minutes in the second half. But yeah. Michigan State too good this year. I think uh, they would have rode into the tournament whether they won the Big Ten tournament or not. With Rocket Watts and Aaron Henry really contributing well, with Cassius Winston and Xavier Tillman being seniors, I would uh, easily take the Spartans here. Yeah, I would take Michigan State. Uh, Bradley, you know. They're not the team they were last year by any means. Um, we're lucky to win the Missouri Valley Conference, I think, but um, definitely Michigan State for this game. Yeah, the Missouri Valley tournament was insane. It was um, weird. But. The 6-11 in this one is Colorado and East Tennessee State, and this is my first upset special. Give me East Tennessee State, athletic team, gritty squad. I uh, watched a few of their games, at least in the Southern Conference tournament, against Wofford. They found a way – to uh, take control of that game, although like the first 15, 20 minutes, Wofford was looking uh, great. But East Tennessee State, they're quick, good, solid team. I think that they could beat Colorado. A team Colorado that was limping. Yeah. This. Yeah, and that's how I took it, East Tennessee State, for that reason. Uh, Colorado it seemed to be going downhill, um, you know, like you said, limping into the tournament. So I would definitely take this upset here. All right, you're three and fourteen, Maryland and Hofstra. Hofstra, like I said, first time in the tournament since '01 with Jay Wright as the coach. This Hofstra team's pretty good. They won the um, CAA Conference Championship over Northeastern. Uh, they pretty much controlled that game. It was fairly close, but I would like Maryland in this game. I think Maryland's a team that could get a quite a run going if the tournament actually happened. But uh, I would take Maryland. Yeah, I'm going to take Maryland. I don't think that they would have any trouble handling Hofstra. Um, just Maryland's a really solid team. All right, Penn State and Oklahoma, the 7-10 and 10 in Region 1. I'm going to take Penn State. I feel like Lamar Stevens' first tournament game it would have been. Um, I know they were struggling down the stretch of the Big Ten, but I like their overall roster and I like their team. And uh, it'd be close. So I think Penn State would win this game by a couple points. Yeah, uh, I actually have Oklahoma winning this. Um, I'm a big Long Kruger fan. I think that he knows how to win in the tournament. Um, he's done a lot with Oklahoma. Weren't they uh, in the Final Four with Buddy Heald 2017 or 16? Yeah, yep. Um, yeah. So, and I and I think Penn State was, was on the downhill slide. Uh, I know that Stevens is really good, but I just think Oklahoma would, would take him in this. All right, final game of this region in round one, Villanova and Boston University. Boston creeped up and found a way to win the uh, Colonial or the Patriot. Um, I mean, this is a weird situation. I think Nova would win this game. Um, Nova was better than a lot of people thought. Creeping up as a two seed pretty quickly, uh, I would I would take Villanova. Nova in the two spot does surprise me, but I definitely have them winning this game. I don't think that there's any chance that they would they would lose to Boston. I would guess the committee would probably favor Duke as a two seed over Villanova. Yeah, but, we but you're better than the committee, so I guess write that down. 
So to recap region one, I think that we have all the same, except you have Oklahoma over Penn state and St. Mary's over Arizona state. Correct. So we have basically the same thing. All right. So we'll go to region two, top right, uh, round one, Gonzaga, Northern Kentucky. I'm going to take the wagon. This offense (laughs) is insane. I'll talk about them more as we go. Yep, definitely Gonzaga in this. Um, well, I don't think we're going to see a 16. Or we're going to see – we're not going to see anything, but a 16 is <laughs> not going to beat a one in any of these games. It's really hard for me to do all this while thinking in the back <laughs> thinking, of my mind that this is not – That's not happen. even happening. I know. I know. It's crazy. It's okay. It's okay. All right, USC Marquette. Now, Marquette is an example of a team limping into the tournament, but they lost to Murray State in round one last year. Marcus Howard, it would be his last game in the tournament or his last game, um, last chance to win a round at this point. Uh, I'm going to take Marquette to beat USC. Okay. I got USC winning this game. Uh, they, you know, came in – they will beat uh, UCLA and Arizona State um, and Arizona coming in. They seem like a pretty hot team. Uh, don't know what they would have done in the Pac-12 tournament, but um, I think USC would have won this. So, um, you've picked two eights and I've picked both <laughs> nine so far. So we'll see yes. what that trend continues to do. Yeah. All right. Louisville and Liberty. So this would be a really, really fun, uh, first round matchup. And I am going to take Liberty. Um, I think really you look at Liberty up and down last year, they were impressive in the tournament. Um, kind of like an easy money, uh, upset pick i mean they're they're sh- they really shoot the ball well uh caleb holmesley led them to a win over five seed in mississippi state last year when they were at 12 he had 30 in that game he had another great season this year so i i feel like any five i think that they would beat any five seed in, in these in this uh in this whole situation okay um yeah i don't know much about liberty i picked louisville just because i thought louisville was a strong contender um for national champion earlier in the season so i'm gonna stick with that i'm gonna i'm gonna say louisville wins a few games in here and and uh i guess i'll have some surprises down the road (laughs) i guess all right wisconsin and akron four and 13 in region two give me wisconsin they were a team rolling into the big 10 tournament i think they won eight or nine straight eight in a row i think to close out the big 10 um after starting six and six ended up 14 and six so yeah i would take them definitely taking wisconsin here all right, another team in the Big Ten, Michigan and Texas Tech. I'm taking Michigan, a team that went really up and down in uh, in the, during the season. They started out great, struggled early Big Ten play. They came around towards the end. Um, if Isaiah Livers is healthy, I'm taking them to win a round. And this is tough for Texas Tech, a team that was the runner-up last year. They lost Jarrett Culver. They lost um, a couple other of key pieces uh, of their team. So I would take Michigan. Uh, I'm going to take Texas Tech in this game. Uh, I I know that uh, Michigan's been playing well. I just don't think that Michigan's as good as uh, some of the other teams in the Big Ten. So I'm going to take Texas Tech here. All right, 3-14, and 14, Kentucky, UC Irvine. I'm taking Kentucky. Oh, that's all I have to say. Kentucky, yeah, definitely. All right, 7-10, and 10, a great 7-10 and 10 matchup. Virginia. The defending champs—they've lost some players too: DeAndre Hunter, Kyle Guy, Ty Jerome. But this team was rolling into it. I'm going to take them. Sam Merrill and Utah State are great. They struggled in the tournament last year. They barely got in this year. Had they not beaten San Diego State, I don't think they're in. Um, but Virginia is just really clicking. Uh, you got 
Mamade Diakite, great name there. Uh, Jay Huff, <laughs> Kihei Clark, just a solid all-around team. Braxton Key, but uh, yeah, I'm taking Virginia. Their defense too suffocating. Yeah, I think Virginia definitely wins. This was one of the games where I was kind of on the fence, but uh, Virginia's defense with Tony Bennett as a coach, um, I I don't I think that they're gonna they'll win a few games. So uh, definitely would take Virginia here. All right, Creighton and Little Rock, the final matchup of this one, uh, the two and the 15. Um, I'm taking Creighton. They can really shoot the ball when they're on. When they're off, anyone can beat them. Uh, and I know that Marcus Zagorowski might not have played in the tournament. I, I'd guess that he would, but um, I would take Creighton here. Yeah, Creighton here too. Um, All right, so easy pick. <laughs> <laughs> I have Gonzaga, Marquette, Liberty, Wisconsin. Michigan, Kentucky, Virginia, Creighton, and then you have what? Gonzaga, USC, Louisville, Wisconsin, Texas Tech, Kentucky, uh, Virginia, or uh, yeah, Virginia, Creighton. Yep. All right. So we have three different, three different okay. ones. Yep. Five different so far. All right. <laughs> Bottom left, region number three. All right. Baylor and Winthrop. I'm taking Baylor. Enough said. Yep. Same. Eight, nine, Providence and Florida. And this is a team that I've been very high on this season. Uh, I guess during the conference season, that is Providence as the eight, I'd take them to win. Yeah. Providence has been uh, pretty impressive down the stretch, uh, beating Villanova, uh, beat uh, DePaul 93-55 um, towards the end of the season. So I think Providence one of the hotter, was one of the hotter teams coming in to this. And unfortunately, we won't be able to see where that takes them. Yes. That's your update that this won't actually happen. All right, next up. <laughs> just remember. <laughs> I just feel like people are going to think that we're dumb or something. But uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, Auburn and then Stanford slash Richmond, the 5 and the 12. I'm going to take Auburn to beat Richmond because I think Stanford was really sliding coming in. Okay, um, I'm going to take Stanford to beat Auburn. All right. So, um, got got Stanford moving on. Uh, I just, I don't know. It's just one of those feelings. I just, I went, I went by feeling on a lot of these. So, that's going to be my choice. Well, uh, good luck. Okay. <laughs> um, Oregon and Vermont, the four and the thirteen. I'm taking the Ducks. I really like their guards with Richardson and Pritchard, and uh, yeah. I agree. Oregon, Oregon over Vermont for sure. All right. Illinois and Cincinnati, the six and the 11 here in region number three, I'm taking the Illini. I think that uh, Cincinnati just really wasn't that great of a team this year. And I don't think they would have gotten in had they not been automatically the automatic bid. Right. The AAC literally said they they're the automatic bid if the tournament happens. So, yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to take Illinois. I, I felt like Illinois was playing their best basketball towards the end of the season. Um, Illinois is probably a team I know more about than any other teams here. So that uh, should be the case. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I'm going to take Illinois in this game. All right. Seton Hall and Belmont. Now Belmont is a team that I love to pick for upsets and I wanted to, but at the end of the day, I think Seton Hall is a little bit too good. I don't expect, I did not, I would not have expected miles Powell's season to end on a round one loss or his college career to end on a round one loss. So I would yeah. take Seton Hall in this game. I agree. I think Seton Hall's too, too tough. Um, really good team. Uh, you know, basically tied for the win, tied for first in the big East. Uh, I don't think that they would have any problem with Belmont. All right. This is a tough one here. Houston and Rutgers. Rutgers, is a team that struggled away from the rack throughout the entire season. 
I'm taking Rutgers, though. I think that um, their defense is really good, and this would be a really fun matchup. Yeah, I'm going to go with Rutgers, too. Um, I think it's it would be a heck of a game, um, but I just think Rutgers with their length and athleticism would uh, would get at least one win in the tournament after not being in for so long. And they have a big shot maker and uh, Geo Baker. Geo Baker, so, yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, San Diego State, North Dakota State, the final matchup in Region 3, the 2-15. and 15. Give me San Diego State, really good shooting team. Now, I know this would have been a long layover from the last time they played up until this game, but Malachi Flynn, one of the most dynamic guards in the country. Matt Mitchell uh, in the front court. I would take San Diego State to win this game. Yeah, San Diego State is who I got too. All right, so I have Baylor-Providence, Auburn-Oregon, Illinois, Seton Hall, and Rutgers, San Diego State. I believe you have, uh, what, Baylor, Providence, Stanford, Stanford. Oregon. Illinois, Seton Hall, Illinois Rutgers, State. San Diego okay. so Just one different. One different. Okay. Six so far, by the way, if you're counting it all. All right. Bottom right, region number four. Give me Dayton to beat Robert Morris in the 1-16 matchup. Robert Morris beating Siena. Uh, I have Siena winning, but I, it doesn't really matter. I got Dayton winning this game. Yeah. LSU, Arizona, and an Arizona team that I've been so hard on this year. I think they're the most overrated big team in the country. They would win this game, though. I think that uh, Nico Mannion's the type of guard that can get you a couple rounds. Yeah, I agree. I, I think Arizona's just got too much talent um, to, to lose this game. I know that you think they've been overrated all year, but uh, yeah. Which I, I think, think most people have thought that. Probably, probably. Um, but, yeah, definitely a guy Arizona winning this game. All right, Ohio State, Stephen F. Austin, Ohio State team that was pretty hot down the uh, stretch of the Big Ten. They ended their season on a loss at Michigan State, but I think Caleb Wesson, Andre Wesson, um, just that entire core, their lineup is really good, really talented. They can shoot the ball. Their defense is solid. I'm taking the Buckeyes here. Yeah, I got Ohio State. I think that they're just – I think they're a really good team um, that had some troubles starting off in the Big Ten but ended up you know, bringing it together towards the end. All right, the 4-13 and 13 in Region 4 is Butler and New Mexico State. And, um, man, I think New Mexico State last year was about to beat Auburn in the first round and barely lost. And the rest is history with what Auburn did after that. But this is a Butler <laughs> team that I picked to win the Big East tournament. And weirdly enough, I, I'm picking New Mexico State here. I, I am too. I don't know why. It just felt like the right choice here. Upset special. Yeah, I think this this would be one of the upsets. All right, I'm going to take Wichita State over UCLA in the 11 play-in game, and then I'm going to take Iowa to beat Wichita State. I got UCLA winning and then UCLA going on and beating Iowa. So All right. <laughs> Duke and North Texas in the 314. Uh, I'm taking Duke. Duke, for sure. West Virginia and Indiana in a 7-10 and 10. I'm going to take Indiana. I know West Virginia's defense is great, and they looked pretty good uh, at the very end of the Big 12 season, even though I think they went 7-9 and nine overall or something like that. But uh, I'm taking Indiana, outlasting a, a showdown, tough battle, probably under 60 points each. Yeah, I, I mean, I'm going to take uh, West Virginia. I just don't think Indiana has enough overall talent to uh, to win this game. They, they re- rely a bunch off the freshman, Trace Jackson Davis. Um I just think West Virginia would shut them down. All right. The final matchup of round one um, is Florida State and Eastern Washington. For my money, what I think was the most 
dynamic starting five in the country. Florida State, I'm taking them uh, top 35 in offensive and defensive efficiency. The amount of guards they have is ridiculous. Devin Vassell, Trent Forrest, MJ Walker, 10 to 11 players deep, a team primed to make a run. So uh, I'd take the Seminoles in round one there. Yeah, I got Florida State winning this game. Uh, won the ACC this year. Uh, looked really good. Really athletic team. Um, definitely got Florida State winning this one. All right, so now as we move to the round of 32, we have to uh, do our own individual matchups here because they're <laughs> not all the same. So if we go back to the top left of the bracket, number one seeded Kansas against number nine Arizona State, it should go without saying that I'm taking the Jayhawks here in this one. Yeah, I have Kansas winning. Um, Kansas is one of the best teams, is probably the best team in the country. So I think that they're going to be a tough out. So I think that when a team is known – as the only team in the country that is number one in defensive efficiency and number four in offensive efficiency, and they held their opponents to shoot 34% this year, mm-hmm. um, they're the best team in the country. So, yeah. Yeah. Easy pick. All right. BYU-Michigan State in a 5-4 matchup. Give me the Spartans. Make a little bit of a run here to the Sweet 16. Yeah, I got Michigan State winning this game. Uh, Cassius Winston, uh, Xavier Tillman. I just think that they're going to be too tough for BYU. I, I think that Cassius Winston was going to have a really good tournament being his last year. Uh, came back just for this reason. So, got Michigan State beating BYU. All right, East Tennessee State and 11 seed taking on the Maryland Terrapins. And I have to say, I was tempted to take East Tennessee State to win this game, but I got to stand by my word in the fact that I think Maryland was the first or second best team in the Big Ten in terms of making a run in the tournament, so I'm taking Maryland. Yep, I got Maryland winning this game too. And then give me Villanova over Penn State. Uh, Villanova like their lineup a lot. They have Robinson Earl. They have Sadiq Bay. They just have a solid uh, group of players. And uh, Jay Wright, he's won some games in the tournament. So Yeah. Um, yeah, I got Villanova winning this game also. They're – I just think they're too they're too good. Of course, I have them playing Oklahoma, um, but I I don't think it mattered who they play. They were going to get to the Sweet Sixteen. Yeah. So um, my four teams in the Sweet Sixteen out of the region number one: Kansas against Michigan State in a one versus four, and then two versus three: Villanova and Maryland. So uh, what? Same. Yeah. Okay. So here's the same. More the same. All right. Second round, round of thirty-two, region number two: Gonzaga and Marquette is my matchup. Give me Gonzaga easily. Yeah, I have Gonzaga USC, but I have Gonzaga definitely winning this game. All right. Uh, my matchup is number 12-seeded Liberty against number 4-seeded Wisconsin. And, folks, I'm taking the Flames. Liberty to the Sweet 16, the 12-seed. Um, yeah, I got Louisville-Wisconsin. I got Louisville over Wisconsin. Um, I know Wisconsin was really hot down the stretch, but I just don't – think that they were I honestly don't think <laughs> I, I'm still surprised that they won the Big Ten honestly <laughs> if I'm gonna be honest but out of us are hey, it is what it is so I got Louisville winning this game all right Michigan and Kentucky I am taking Kentucky and I'm not gonna explain anything about Kentucky until a little later <laughs> I'll, I'm taking Kentucky too Vill, uh, Virginia and Creighton and give me the defending champs the Virginia Cavaliers taking down Creighton in round two I'm going to agree with that. I got Virginia. Um, just um, like I said, Tony Bennett, 
them being there. Uh, they still have players from that team last year. Uh, I definitely think that they'll they'd be able to take down Creighton. So my Sweet 16 Region 2 teams, Gonzaga, one seed taking on 12 seed Liberty, and then three seed Kentucky on seven seed Virginia. I got uh, the Zags versus the uh, five seed Louisville and Kentucky versus Virginia. So. All right, region number three, matchups, Baylor uh, and Providence. Give me Baylor to take down Providence. Uh, I think the Providence is going to keep riding that streak, and I got Providence beating the one seed, Baylor. All right, five and four for me, Auburn and Oregon. Give me Oregon over Auburn. I think that Oregon's uh, defensive play from their guards could really shut down an Auburn attack that's basically all three-pointers at this point, so give me Oregon. Mm-hmm. I got Oregon win this game also. Uh, of course, I have them playing Stanford, but I think Oregon's just too good. Too much talent on that team. Illinois and Seton Hall, give me the Illini to take Give me the fight in Illini also. All right. Uh, Rutgers, San Diego State. Um, I'm going to take San Diego State here. I think too much shooting, and I think it'd be hard for Rutgers to keep up with. Yeah, I have San Diego State winning. I, I agree with you. You, they're they're too good from behind the arc, uh, and they would take down Ruggers. All right, so my Region 3 Sweet 16 teams, Baylor and Oregon, and then Illinois and San Diego State. So a 1 versus a 4, and then a 6 versus a 2. I got uh, Providence, the 8 seed, versus Oregon, the 4 seed, and Illinois, the 6 seed, versus San Diego State, the 2 seed. All right, so the final round of 32 region, the region number four, Dayton and Arizona in round one. Give me the Flyers. Dayton will be top into the Sweet 16. I agree. Dayton is uh, one of those, what you always like to say, teams of destiny. Um, (laughs) Are they going to win it all? Well, you'll just have to find out, but I definitely have Dayton over Arizona here. Ohio State, New Mexico State, for me, a 5 and a 13. Give me the Buckeyes to uh, take down a potential Cinderella. Yes, I'll take Ohio State here too. Iowa and Duke in a, in a matchup where Iowa is probably going to go into it thinking they can just outshoot Duke, and I hate to break it to you, but no. Vernon <laughs> Carey has the edge over Luca Garza. In this specific matchup, give me the Blue Devils. Uh, I have uh, Duke-UCLA in this game, and I think that Duke would probably win that game by about 20. So I'm going to go with Duke. Florida State and Indiana, 2 and a 10 here. I'm very high on the Seminoles. Give me Florida State and ACC Sweet 16 matchup. Yeah, I got Florida State winning this against West Virginia. Um, I just think Florida State is is too, too good for a West Virginia team right now. All right, on to the Sweet 16 we go. Kansas and Michigan State in region number one, a one versus a four. The best team in the country takes care of business. Kansas uh, over Michigan State. Uh, yeah, this is one that I, I really wasn't sure. Um, I, I think this would be a heck of a game to watch if it would be able to happen. Um, I do have Kansas pulling this game out, though, and, and uh, moving on to the Elite Eight. All right, um, Maryland and Villanova, the final Sweet 16 matchup in Region 1. Give me the Big Ten Terrapins. Anthony Cowan going to have 25 in this game. <laughs> I have Maryland winning this too. Uh, Cowan and Smith, I think, are just – they're too deadly of a combination. I think that they would make a run to the lead eight. And the fraudulent Big Ten six Man of the Year uh, 
Aaron Wiggins when it should have been Micah Potter at, uh, from Wisconsin, but I digress. Uh, Maryland yeah. and Kansas in the Elite Eight Region 1. All right, Region 2, Gonzaga and Liberty. All offense. Gonzaga's putting up 90. Give me the Zags. I'm, I got Louisville beating the Zags. Um, I think Louisville would have made a run in the tournament. That's uh, a stretch. Shh, you're a stretch. <laughs> um, just my just my thoughts as I'm going. Like I said, I was big on Louisville early. Uh, I, I have a feeling they would have got it all together and made a run. So, At Kentucky and Virginia, the final Sweet 16 matchup in region number two. Give me the Wildcats, Calipari's team out of Kentucky. I think that uh, their overall guard play and their dynamic play inside um, can effectively score enough points against the Tony Bennett defense to outscore Virginia. So there you go. Yeah, I agree with that. Um, Kentucky just has too many offensive weapons uh, Virginia to keep for Virginia to keep up. So I got Kentucky winning this game also. All right, region number three, Baylor and Oregon, my first Sweet 16 matchup, and uh, my first one seed has gone down. Give me Oregon to go to the Elite Eight, a team that I typically pick to make a run, and even though the tournament's not going to happen, I'm going to do it anyway. Yeah, I, I'm going to agree with you. I got Oregon going to the Elite Eight. Uh, I think that you know, their combination of guards uh, and how they play and their, their uh, senior seniors. I don't even know what word I'm looking for, but (laughs) you know what I mean? I got Oregon. Let's go. All right. (laughs) Illinois, San Diego state, sweet 16 in a battle of Malachi Flynn and Io DeSumo Mm -hmm. and Kofi Coburn and whoever the hell San Diego state wants to throw down there. (laughs) The Illini win this game by two points. Io DeSumo mid-range and Malachi Flynn's face. Thanks for coming. Illinois slip. Okay. I like it. Um, I, I, I'm an Illini homer, but I have San Diego State winning this game. And the only reason I have them winning this game is because Brad Underwood has talked about how well they defend the three all year. And all I talk about is how they – are lucky that teams don't score on them. I think San Diego State puts up 33s and they make 21 of them ball game. That's mean, but whatever. <laughs> 63 points from the three-point line, that's a stretch. All right. <laughs> Dayton, Ohio State, Sweet 16. Give me Dayton. Obi Toppin drops 25 and 15 in this game. Yeah, I got I got Dayton here too. Uh, Obi Toppin just – he's going to take over, I think. Another game between two somewhat ACC powerhouses, Duke and Florida State. They played at Cameron Indoor a couple weeks ago. Duke won that game, and they're going to win this one as well. Vernon Carey goes for about 18-12. and 12. Trey Jones goes for about 16-8 and eight assists. Uh, the Blue Devils win this one. I'd say 74-70 would be the range. Sounds like a good score. I'll go with that. I got Duke winning. <laughs> All right, Elite Eight. Region 1 Elite 8 matchup, number 1 Kansas, number 3 Maryland. The Jayhawks find a way to get it done. Devon Dotson and Udoka Azabuki show that they're a better duo than Anthony Cowan and Jalen Smith. I agree. They're definitely a better duo than those two. Um, Bigger, stronger, faster. Kansas wins this game. Gonzaga, Kentucky, the number one, number three. Trend continues in region number two. And weirdly enough, Kentucky, a team in the – 30 range for defensive efficiency against the number one efficiency offensive team, number one offensive efficiency team, Kentucky. Wait, Gonzaga. (laughs) Gonzaga, (laughs) the best offense in the country against Kentucky and not great defense for a blue blood three seed, but Kentucky finds a way to win. Gonzaga has a bit of an off day shooting and the trio 
of Emmanuel Quickly, Ashton Hagens, if he would have played, and Tyrese Maxey. Double digits for all of them. Kentucky takes it to the Final Four. Shockingly, I'm picking Kentucky in the Final Four. Wow, you went deep into this. Um, I got Kentucky versus Louisville. Uh, rivalry, as everybody knows. Uh, the game in Kentucky that everybody wants to be at. Um, Kentucky already beat Louisville once. Uh, do it again, right? And I think they're going to do it again. Yeah, I got Kentucky into the Final Four. And it's relevant that Patino coached both of these schools and he's going to Iona today. Iona. So, there you go. It all comes full circle. All right. My Elite Eight matchup in the region number three is Oregon, four seed against 60 to Illinois. And you know what? Do it. Illinois takes down the Oregon Ducks, and Brad Underwood somehow, some effing way is leading the Illini to the Final Four. Well, they will take on Bill Self for the second time in the tournament, I believe, since he left. Fantastic. I'm going to go with you. Wait, I got San Diego State playing Oregon. (laughs) Man, you got me all hyped up. Now I'm sad the tournament's not going on anymore. But, hey, Uh, uh, I think San Diego State's just – he, they're two good uh, shooters um, for Oregon. Uh, Oregon was lucky that they got this far. San Diego State wins this one. All right, final Elite Eight matchup, number one, Dayton, number three, Duke. So if, for those uh, scoring this at home, I have three number one versus number threes <laughs> in the Elite Eight. Uh, Dayton and Duke, number one seed Dayton. Give me the – the Blue Devils to win this game. Uh, Duke's going to make a bit of a run here, and uh, I'll take them to go to the Final Four. I'm going to take Dayton here. Uh, I think Dayton, it's it's a team of destiny. I think somebody said that before. I don't know if that was you or me. Um, but Dayton is is going to make a run in my uh, bracket. All right. So my Final Four is Kansas, Illinois, and then Kentucky Duke. So three Blue Bloods in the Illini. Um, Kansas and Illinois, my first matchup. We've come this far. Take them. Illini. Do it. We'll lose by two to Kansas in dramatic fashion. Kofi probably fouled out, I assume. Azubuki had like 19 rebounds. Yeah, Azubuki didn't ever get touched on any of them, but Kofi still fouled out. Yep. Kansas is going to the national championship. Yeah, Kansas is just too good. I got them playing San Diego State. They'll probably they would probably beat San Diego State by a good fifteen to thirty. Definitely got Kansas moving on to the championship game. All right, Kentucky and Duke, a classic matchup here in the Final Four. And uh, guess what, folks? I'm taking Kentucky to take down the Blue Devils, and I think the way that Kentucky and Kansas will be the national championship that won't ever happen. Yeah, sad. Um, I got Kentucky Dayton. Like I said, I got Dayton. I'm real high on Dayton. Uh, I think they could have made a run to the national championship, and I have them winning this game against Kentucky to face Kansas in the national championship. Go Flyers. Kentucky and Kansas, my national championship, and the unofficial 2020 NCAA March Sadness Tournament champion, coached by the great – John Calipari. Okay. Kentucky takes down Kansas in a thrilling 82-81 overtime matchup. Wow. It's 81-79, 3.7 seconds left. Emmanuel quickly dishes it to Tyrese Maxey from downtown. He bangs it home, and Kentucky national champions forever. The second championship 
at Kentucky for John Calipari. Man, can you just like can you just record like fake games for me so I can just listen to them? Because that was fantastic. It will happen. Yeah. Um, I have uh, Kansas winning the national championship. Uh, I congratulations, Bill Self. He won a fake national championship. Great. I mean, technically, what everyone's saying is that Duke pulled themselves out of the tournament, so they technically shouldn't be in. And Kansas <laughs> presumably did, but then said that they didn't. Yeah, exactly. But so there's that. Yep, I'm gonna give it to them. I don't know. Are they gonna crown a national champion like from the AP poll, or do they have any I plans to do anything? That right now, it's probably just gonna be an asterisk. Okay. To the the year, Corona one. They, they need to come out with a bracket. So it affects bonuses for coaches, all that stuff. You got to just do it, come out with a bracket. And if they did come out with a bracket, maybe we'd do another one of these and pick it. But that was our unofficial. None of this is real. None of this is actually going to happen, sadly. But there it is, folks. And like I said, Life Without Sports coming next week to ECSW. And, uh, yeah, I guess we'll see at some point. It's going to be a while without sports. I'm thinking we might get into May before we see sports again. Yeah. Sad, sad, sad time. Next week, we will discuss how to cope without sports. That's right. Come back.